0: All right, Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com. It's the 25th of January, and uh, we're moving towards war. How'd you like that news today? There's tanks being sent to the Ukrainians by the Germans, by the Brits, by the Americans. German foreign minister minister, uh, said the uh, quiet part out loud. She says, we are at war with Russia. So how do you like that? You've got NATO at war with Russia. Not that we use declarations of war anymore. Secretary of State has announced that his number one goal is a strategic defeat for Russia. This is all open and public stuff. There are no secrets here. What do you do if you're Russia? Well, what Russia's are doing, what the Russians are doing, is they're threatening nuclear war. What happens when An immovable object meets an irresistible force. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. And I'm not optimistic. I have not been optimistic for years. I've been talking about this since 2016. I went over this in a paper that I wrote in 2019. I talked about that in a recent podcast. I'm not optimistic. I I think, uh, you know, just as a student of history, wars come and go. Wars come around. And nobody's immune from them. The last time we had a major slaughter in the United States was the Civil War. Yeah, we've had things here and there. Pearl Harbor was attacked, 9-11. Uh, we had Japanese troops in, in, in western Alaska, in the Lucians. Uh, there was the pig war in, <laughs> in the Washington State between the U.S. and Canada. little thing nobody knows about. And, of course, we've had hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Americans slaughtered in the wars of Europe. 57,000 Americans slaughtered in the war in Vietnam. I don't know how many have died in Iraq and Afghanistan, but uh, uh, there's tens of thousands that that have died and come back with pieces of their body left back in the desert. I'm not optimistic on this. I'm not optimistic that we're going to get out of a big war with the Russians. Not at all. And it wouldn't surprise me if <clears throat> these other powers out there decided to kick off at the same time. I mean, why not? If, if the big bad wolf is distracted by a war in Ukraine, uh, why shouldn't China gobble up Taiwan? I mean, it makes sense to me. But who am I? What, what do I know? I don't know much. Does that give the North Koreans a free hand, or are or, or the North Koreans going to be tasked with uh, distracting America as we go to war in the Ukraine against Russia? <laughs> What's going to happen between the Pakistanis and the Indians, Iranians and the Israelis? Maybe nothing. Maybe nothing will happen. One of the things about war is it's a re- war is always revolutionary. War is always a revolutionary time. Part of me being the cynic that I am, thinks people are driving us to war in order to complete a revolution. When there's war, when there's war in the United States, when there's a massive war, when there's a world war, Constitution, as much as it has already gone, goes out even further. Lincoln suspended the writ of habeas corpus, which, you know, we have laws on the book that that already do that. We can take an American and uh, 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 jail them indefinitely. It's under the Patriot. Lincoln did that in the Civil War. Suspension of habeas corpus. You don't have to. You don't have to present anybody in court. You don't have to bring the the, the uh, uh, arrested into court to have their moment before a judge. All manner of tyranny is justified when there's war. All manner of tyranny. And and these guys like they love it. They love that kind of tyranny. Uh, notice by the way that uh, the president declined to. Get out of the emergency declaration that allows him to uh, pass out the COVID exam. It's been two years. Oh, we still have an emergency. It's still a national emergency. That national emergency will never stop. It will never stop until we force them to stop. It will never stop. But people are terrified. They don't want to do that. Even by somebody saying, you know, force the government to stop, <laughs> puts you on a list. We've become the tyranny that we fought against in the Cold War. We become the dictatorship that we fought against since World War II and before. We become the totalitarian regime that we claim to fight against when we fought against the Soviet Union from 1917 forward. We've become them. We make Americans political prisoners. They get cast out of the political party They lose their ability to work in the best jobs. They're ostracized. They're demonized. They're demonetized. They're kicked out of the synagogue. You want to know how politics works? Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts. I'm telling you, you don't need to go any farther. But you got to open up your eyes so you see. You got to open up your ears so you can hear. It's the same thing. You got the same cabal of people today as you did two thousand years. Same cabal, same people, same TTPs. It's all there in the Bible. And believe me, you know I'm I'm not uh, all seeing and all knowing. Took me a long time to come to this conclusion. It took me too long, too long to come to this conclusion. And I'm the guy with a Ph.D. in history. I'm supposed to know this stuff. But but I've been to school. I've I've sat under the professors. I've sat under the false prophets. I've read the Marx. I've read the Stalin. I've read the Lenin. I, I know this stuff, man. I've read it all. Almost every history professor I had was a Marxist. There are some exceptions, but they were not... With one exception, they were not intellectually robust. They were simply... They wouldn't push the party line. There's one I can think of that was good. He was a professor of Russian history, Donald Tredgold, Uh, a a Christian man, uh, uh, educated at Oxford, PhD from Oxford. Imagine that. I can't even imagine that. But by no means was he a Christian philosopher. By no means. There's a little group of people that Manipulate, move, and shake, and they have for two thousand years at least. They always have. They did it under Pilate. Threatened, blackmailed Pilate to murder Jesus Christ. Hey, man, we got we got friends at court in Rome. We know Caesar. If you let this man go, if you let Jesus Christ go, you're no friends of Caesar's. The subtext there is you're going to get executed by Caesar because you're sided with one of his enemies. You read all through the book of Acts, you, even, even the Gospels. What do they do when Jesus Christ is before pop? They stir up the rabble, man. They stir up the rabble. They stir up the rabble. What do they do in the, in the book of Acts? They get prominent men and women and business people and, and politicians to speak the words that they put in their mouths. What pressure do they have over them? Who knows? Perhaps financial pressure. As you get prominent, the prominent men and the notable women of the city were stirred up to fight against Paul and Peter and John in the book of Acts. When that didn't work, they stirred up the rabble. They stirred up the rabble. This is the Bible, man. This is the Holy Scriptures. They stirred up the worthless fellows throughout the book of Acts and started riots. Antifa, funded by George Soros a man who claims to be a Jew, ain't nothing new under the sun. Now, once upon a time, and I put this up on my gab post, people would say, well, look at the Jews. They're blessed by God. They're God's chosen people, and they're blessed by God. They're rich and they're powerful. Isn't that wonderful? What I posted the other day was this. At the temptation of Christ... He's out there being tempted by Satan himself, and and Satan takes him up on a high mountain. He shows him all the kingdoms of the world and all their splendor and all their glory and all their wealth. He says, you can have it all, man. I give it all to you. Just bow down and worship me. Just bow down and worship me. I'll give you all the splendor, all the wealth, all the everything, the luxury. If you bow down and worship me, Jesus said, no. No. I will not. Satan has always sought a partner in mankind, some kind of partner. One way there, why do you think he went to Eve? Why do you think? He, what do you think his ulterior motives were with Eve? Do you think to stop there, just to have her do one little thing? No, man, he had plans for him and Eve. He had plans. Go to Genesis six; that that tells you what the plans were. Fallen. Beings mating with the beautiful women, producing hybrid creatures. The mighty men of old, the Thors of old, the Hercules of old. This ain't affection, man, it's happened. Jesus Christ turns down Satan, you take your wealth and your power and stuff it. Satan found a partner, man. Satan found a partner in the Jew. Excuse me. Satan found a partner in those who call themselves Jews, but they're not real Jews. They're liars. They're not real Jews. They're not real Jews. They're liars. They're the synagogue of Satan. Satan found his partner. They bow down and they worship Satan. They're of the synagogue of Satan. Revelation two 2.9, Revelation nine. And in turn, Satan has given them the nations and the wealth and the splendor. Because they worship Satan. They bow down before him. And their tactics are the same. They stir up slander, disinformation. They call lies the truth and truth the lies. They stir up the rabble like Antifa and BLM and fund them. They get the mighty men of prominence. They 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 buy out political positions. They set up blackmail networks like Epstein Island, and then they've got their own their own people. I mentioned this before. Until Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, thirty three percent of the Supreme Court was people who called themselves Jews, and they're only supposedly two percent of the American population. You get all kinds of people who call themselves Jews that have more loyalty to Satan than they ever will to Jesus Christ. Look, man, we're in for all the marbles. And unless you man up and stand up and speak your peace, you're no good. Mark 838. If you're ashamed of me, and my words, and my words, and my words. I'll be ashamed of you at the Judgment Day. I'll be ashamed of you when I show up my with, with the holy angels of my Father. Church needs to formulate a rigorous repost to the synagogue. And that's what I'm trying to do here at bloodandfaith.com. We'll see you soon. Bye.